Hey guys, what's up? It's 3.30. I'm David Villa. And David Cribbs. Look at that, man. Look at the, how cool your name looks there. That's pretty cool. In little it, ovals. It, I, I like that. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Man, I tell you what. I wonder th if I could take that home, like a to-go. Can I get that to-go? <clears throat> yes. All right. Perfect. You want a bag with that? <laughs> hey, well, it's rant day. I can pick whatever I want. Right? Hey, you know somebody, Matias, the so social media uh, manager told me, you know what someone said to me today in one of my videos, they asked me, it was just a clip of the Game Changer group. Did you guys hear about this? Uh -huh. Someone asked if I put on makeup for the uh, video. I was like, no. I don't know why. Yes, he did. I can attest yeah, that the he game, did do the that. Game changer. I mean, I had it on before game. the video started. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to say, I, I don't think you've done it for Game Changer, but you do it for most all the podcasts, right? No, I mean, just no, off, off, oh, off camera. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, your weekends are your weekends, Dave. Come on, that's Dave. That's not say. a natural glow. <laughs> hey, when you get a second mic, I'm not sure if mine sounds this way, but the same thing that was happening to your mic, his sounds that way to me. I don't know if mine sounds yeah, that way to yeah. you. Mine There's like a distortion a in our mics, in our ears. So I'm not sure if the people hear that or not, but the folks can't hear it. Hey, no, listen, so it's Seems Auto Dealer Live, and it's, it sounds like a speaker blue or something. Yeah. That could that kind of sound. <laughs> hey, you know, today, and that's not my rant, by the way. That's not my, now my mic, now my voice went away in my ears. <laughs> but that's not my rant, by the way. You know what I mean? And today is our, our rant show, and um, we're going to give, we're going to just open up the uh, guest and let them kind of rant. And Dave, I was thinking about this a little bit ago, you know, you and I both fall into this category. All three of our guests fall into this category. Most people that take the time to listen to any podcast and spend time bettering themselves also probably feel this way. We're not very, we're not negative. We, I, you know, I'm not the kind of person that is going to spend a lot of time talking about something that necessarily bothers me. You know, I just am not. I'm too focused on doing something which typically irons out the wrinkles of things. So so today we're not we're not speaking negative, but we're giving the ability, listen to this, for somebody to blow some steam. That was the phrase that came to my mind, right? There's a lot of there's a lot of pressure in general, whether that's positive pressure, you know, pressure and trying to gather and, and take market share, pressure from what's going on, right? We're gonna we're gonna give our guests and our audience and those commenting a chance to just blow some steam, right? We're gonna have a rant show today, right? What yeah. what do you want to talk about? What do you want to rant about? And we're gonna just take the governor off. I love it. I love it. Hey, this is an opportunity for you know, and I know probably our guests have have thought because we kind of. Uh, didn't give them a ton of notice, but give them some notice about what we're going to do today and kind of looking for their thoughts. And uh, so I know they're going to have some things. I know I have, you know, I kind of thought about it, just literally switched it in the mm -hmm. last few minutes and thinking about it. But uh, but yeah, I want to share as well. And I'm going to ask everyone on social media. In fact, we're going to give away some things. Yes. I think we're giving away some tickets to Digital Dealer, right? Five yeah, of that's them. That's correct. Five of them. So uh, make sure that uh, it's early still in the show, the opener. So make sure you like and share it. If you like and share the show, you're going to get an opportunity put your name in the hat pretty good odds we're going to choose five winners at the end of the show uh but yeah what i was going to say is if you're following on social media right now give us your rant we'll probably go through those it's an opportunity now for you to voice maybe something that's been weighing on you mm -hmm. uh whether it has something to do with you know what we've experienced in 2020 or not uh just the day-to-day -day routine make sure that you uh, chime in so we can get to your comments as well. Yeah, you know, it'd be kind of cool too, because it might be a lot to, to type in. I mean, feel free, type it, type it in. But it, you know, there's something in this day and age, I tell you what I would do if I were watching, right? Just shoot a little video, you know, and just say, hey, you know, just really quick, my rant is this and post your video in the comments why not yeah. let's just give the my opportunity my used car manager ain't giving me enough money <laughs> yeah yeah you might not want to do that 
you know, <laughs> I mean, you know, unless you're on your way out because you might be, but you know, whatever that rant is. And, you know, in, 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 again, the rant could have a solution to it. It can be what's, what's bothering you maybe about the industry, not what you're experiencing, but maybe what bothers you about the industry as a whole that maybe turns the, the Titanic a little slower, whatever it is, this is your free reign to rant. And here's the thing, man, over the week, a lot of people watch our show at night over the week and, you know, they're going to have a chance to watch your comments and uh, I feel like, and I, I'm pretty confident that you'll get some feedback over the course of the week from, um, you know, from your peers in the industry as well. And, uh, but, but absolutely. So let me ask you, man, yeah. you know, <clears throat> I mean, there's a lot of things that obviously, you know, you, you could talk about. We do a lot of shows. We interview a lot of people. We talk about a lot of subjects. You and I have had a, a ton of time. We traveled and done all kinds of things where we've had discussions, um, you know, about the industry, just things that, uh, you know, that, that have bothered us, things that we want to see change, things that we feel like are changing, but maybe not fast enough. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the situation with COVID, what it's done, and we've learned this over the last months uh, by having some incredible people on the show, is it's illuminated or it's, it's basically brought to light, right, just the things that we were... Uh, we were needing to change. And, and then also it brought to light, uh, you know, even those that slightly changed or made positive progress in these areas, um, we watched these individuals take leaps and bounds and really grow yeah. and break records. So, you know, there's a lot to talk about, but do you have something specific that you'd like to rant about? Well, I want to rant about something specific and really it kind of comes down to uh, a lot to do with what we've seen in the last year, the change, the movement towards uh, more. And, and some, sometimes we're forced there in this COVID situation to, to lean more on process. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we threw away some old practices, some old habits. We've been evolving as an industry. But one mm -hmm. of the things that I think is important is for we talk about uh training a lot and most of the time our our salespeople our newer people and salespeople are the ones that you know experienced i think the most training on a, on a, a normal basis and i think that uh, we've talked about for years the lack of training when it comes to management and other roles and i believe that uh for me my rant is more about um, understanding the position you are in management and taking the ego out of it and just getting better at the performance side, right? Mm -hmm. The process side. In other words, you know, uh, under defining our role and performing our role in a way where someone else can step right into that role and understand the process of that role more so than the than the title or the status. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, this it's coming from the heart of a trainer. You know, um, I mean, 100% makes sense. And you know, it's interesting because I love the way you ranted, right? You ranted like somebody that that really doesn't understand what it's like to be negative. I mean, you, you, the deal is this: you you know, everyone experiences the emotion of of negativity. You know, mm -hmm. and uh, but what you do, and, and what most people do, and this is the purpose, guys. It's not like you know, a freaking boss sucks. You know, it's like <laughs> it's like it's it's ranting about you know something you're passionate about that you want to see change but the way you even presented that right gave me hope as somebody who by the way i believe in that and we implement that here yeah. but it gave me hope if i were the person that weren't doing that because you want to see this industry get better and that's just the fact of, of yeah, life we just want to be more efficient better and you know and i think that's what every dealer wants they want that synergy that that you know that feels like you're firing on all cylinders and you also want to be performing in a way where you're actually doing a favor to those who are coming up through your system mm -hmm. where they are not only becoming more and more competent every day and more efficient, but can then just step right into those roles. And, mm -hmm. and I think uh, I, you know, one of the uh, uh, people that we have on the show today, one of the great 
leaders in this industry, Glenn Lundy, I think is probably one of the experts in that, right? He, that's yeah. kind of what he's been known for. And, and uh, we'll hear from him in a moment and hear what his rant is. But I like also, Dave, the fact that you well, I got a rant really quick that the producers right? haven't took the camera in, uh, angle off of me the whole time you were talking. Oh, yeah, right. So, so yeah, so they got to basically <laughs> right. watch. There's that efficiency watch my, in those roles. my expressions after, as you were speaking. Basically, right. it was like a fly on the wall perspective. You know? right, Ezra, right. you're getting three lashings for that one. <laughs> but as you said earlier, Dave, let's three make sure lashings. that our listeners are typing in solutions, right? Yeah. Hey, if you rant or you hear something, someone ranting, it's fun to rant and mm-hmm. call out the things that we see and the things that may be frustrating us. Uh, but finding the solutions is the key. That really is what the show is all about. So we'll have some fun with it today as well. Yeah, I mean, because if, if you're, look, if you're not solution based, I don't want anyone, let me tell you something. I haven't, I don't know about you, but I have an open door policy, man. And, and really sincerely mean that because one of the things I learned early on by having a mass exodus of about eight of my top producers back in 2008. You know, I learned early on the top down leadership philosophy just doesn't work, right? So I have an open door philosophy when it comes to, you know, feedback and critique. But don't come to me with a problem unless you have a solution. Like, I'm not going to, the gossip game's not going to happen. Like, hey, man, this is what's going on. It's like, you know, I want to know about a solution, right? And, right. and, and but solution-based, that's the key, and we should all want to get better at that. Yep. Absolutely. So right. awesome, good job, good rant, man. Oh, thanks so, so much. <clears throat> hey, are we ready? We got yep. our guests ready? All right, we are Boom. lined up today. We've got, uh, are we co- going in order, or is everybody on at the same time right now? Okay, we're going in order. So first up, we've got the one and only Mr. Glenn Run, Glenn Lundy. Um, Glenn Lundy. <laughs> I know. Hashtag, he's going to kill me. Hashtag rise and grind. He's the Forder GM at Dan Cummins Chevrolet, one of the largest pre-owned and, and, and new uh, dealers in the country in a very small town. Did some amazing things. He does more ca- podcasts before breakfast than we do all day. It's Mr. Glenn Lundy. Welcome to the show. Hey, what's up, my man? How are you guys doing? Good, what's up, good, brother? Good. How you doing, Glenn? Glenn Rundy. Yeah. Glenn Rundy. That sounds pretty good, though. I mean, that has like a little I ring to it. It'd be like you my know? stage name or something. <laughs> Glenn Rundy. <laughs> Sometimes I get a little tongue-tied. Hey, man, it happens. It happens. Hey, you guys doing all right? Everybody man, good? Killing it, brother. Very good. Fe- feeling good. Feeling good. I know you are. Um, uh, see see what you're doing, obviously, on, on social media, man. You're just moving and traveling and going and and uh, let, let me ask you a question, though, man. I mean, you're probably one of the most, not probably, you are one of the most positive individuals. I mean, first of all, look, I'm, I'm a morning person, but I mean, you're not just a morning person. You're, you know, you are the alarm clock for morning people. You know, you're, you're there talking and you're positive. I mean, you know, it doesn't matter what's going on. You know, you're just bringing it. And so I know you're not in any, I don't think I've ever heard you be negative. And, but, you know, Bringing just a beef, bringing a rant, blowing some steam off in this industry as a whole, you know, and leaving it better, man. What what's your rant? If you don't, I know you probably got a bunch, but just give us give us the top one, man. Just 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 we're gonna unbuckle it and let you go. We'll let Glenn. We're gonna let Glenn Lundy Rundy. Come on, baby. Come on. <laughs> let, 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 let Glenn Rundy run with it. So no, check it out, man. I am. I love my mornings, as you know. All about changing the way people start their day. Super important, and we have to be positive right we want to make sure that we can turn any negatives into a positive when i was at the dealership we always taught people that you don't have bad days there's only character building days right Mm -hmm. we have good days and we have character building days right nothing's ever bad nothing's ever negative but then out of nowhere here comes auto dealer live and they're like glenn what do you hate where's your rant what do you got to talk about what do you know right and i'm like okay so i'm in san diego um, California right now I'm out here uh, meeting with some guys on, the, on, on an incredible opportunity man God is good that's all I can say Come and on. so 
when I got this opportunity, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm, I'm going to rant. I'm going to share with you guys what frustrates me as I work with dealerships all over the country mm-hmm. and what frustrates me about this um, industry. So he told me he had a few minutes. So I started jotting some stuff down and normally I'm not a ranter, but for some reason my pen just kept going Come and on. I was like, <laughs> Oh, Oh, all right, here we go. So I'm just going to bring it to you guys. But in order to get a real understanding of where I'm going, you have to understand that like in 1999, I saw an ad that said make $5,000 a month guaranteed. Mm. And that one single ad at that point in my life, I was working for America online at that point doing phone sales. And I saw that ad and I was like, five grand a month guaranteed. Are you kidding me, dude? Like I'll be the richest dude on the block. Right. Like that was a lot of money to me back then. And so I went in and it happened to be at this Nissan Subaru dealership. And I went in and here's this guy and he's sitting there and he, you know, he brings me in. We do the whole interview process and he's only like a year older than me, but he's like the, the, the GSM and he's got his tie and all this stuff. And we do the interview and they hire me on the spot. Right. They're like, boom, we love you. When can you start? And I said, well, I can start two weeks from now because I have another job that I got to take care of. And so I'll give them two weeks and I'll be here. And he said this to me, he said, well, sorry, that doesn't work. We were actually looking for someone who could start tomorrow. Mm. Right. Those were his exact words. And of course me being like, well, you know, it's five grand a month. I got a kid. I got a, I got people I got to take care of all of these things. So I was like, all right, I'll take it. And I started in the car business that very next day, sitting in a little closet watching Grant Cardone videos where his head was all feathery and whatnot, right? (laughs) First thing that I did, I taken up, it's a young lady. She's just a little bit older than me. She's looking at a yellow Nissan Xterra five-speed transmission, right? She can't drive a stick, but it's the one that she can afford. So we we go up in the woods. I teach her how to drive a five-speed transmission. I sell her a yellow Nissan Xterra. She drives off. Everybody remembers their first car you ever sold, right? Do you guys remember the first car you ever I sold do. her? I do, right? yes. That was a big, it was a big deal, man. And I knew instantly, like, this was the business for me. I knew it. Right then and there, I made my big fat commission check and I was like, this is it, dude. Like they hired me on the spot. All I got to do is have a little bit of a mouthpiece. I can close the deal and I can make some money. What I didn't know, I knew the business was for me. But what I didn't know is that I wasn't quite ready for this business. Wow. And, And this business ultimately for a long period of, of, of time, it, it, it destroyed my life. So I can use words like jail, drugs, homeless, uh, depressed, suicidal, thief. And ultimately one of the worst words that I can use to describe me back then was a deadbeat dad, man. Every one of those words were on my resume in the first seven years that I was in the automotive industry Mm. with that one store. And then for the two years after I left it, basically I was a product of my environment and I wasn't alone with it. Raise your hand right now. Those of you that are watching, that you're watching on live, I want you to drop it in the comments. David, I see you guys there. All right, raise your hand if you um, know someone in this industry who's gotten divorced. Okay. All right. Good. Raise your hand if you know someone in this industry that's on drugs or has been. Raise your hand if you know someone that's like been in this industry a long time and they're still broke. 
raise your hand if you know someone who's in this industry and they're like depressed or they deal with depression, right? And so we can all raise our hand. I guarantee you 100% of us can raise our hands on those particular areas. And yet we wonder why no one ever says, when I grow up, I want to be a car salesman. Hmm. What do you mean? Why would they? Look at what we've been able to show. Look at what we've been able to represent. But now look, yeah, here I am, right? I'm alive now. I'm in San Diego, California. I've reached massive levels of success, right? And apparently I'm like extremely fertile. Right. I've got seven kids going on eight. Right. So all of those things. And other than, uh, you know, other than like there's there, there's just nothing other than my family. There's nothing I love more than this industry. Hmm. Right. Nothing. Come on. Why is that? How is it that this industry could help me get those labels? It could actually destroy my life at one point in time. But yet I love it more than anything on the planet, man. And the reason I love it is because in the auto industry, you can have jail, drugs, homeless, suicidal, depressed, deadbeat dad. You can have all of those things on your resume, and ultimately you can become the general manager at the second largest used car franchise dealership in the country. Come on, man. You can do all of those things with that on your resume, man, right? It's crazy, and that's why I I, I freaking love this business. I, I, I call it no down payment. There's no down payment needed to get into this industry, right? You can come in with, you can, you can walk in with three nickels, no belt, and your, and your dad's Sunday tie, basically. You can walk in with those three things, and you can walk out with like 15 racks a month, right? You can walk out with a big championship ring that they give you from General Motors, <laughs> right? Those big old rings. You can walk out with those things. Custom Armani suits, come if on. that's your jam. You can walk out with that. And that's why I love the car business, man, because it doesn't matter. And it doesn't matter if you're black or you're white or you're green or you're purple. It doesn't matter if you're a Democrat or a Republican. It doesn't matter if you're a non-believer. It doesn't matter if you're tall or if you're short, if you're a midget, if you've got one leg, if you're cross-eyed. It doesn't matter if you're overweight, if you're all jacked up on Mountain Dew and Red Bull. <laughs> if you've got like if you've got a mouthpiece and you have strong work ethic, you can absolutely dominate in this industry. Boom. And that's why I love it. That's why I love the car business, man. I absolutely cars love the car business. But wait a minute. With all that said, dude, this stuff's still broke. This industry mm-hmm. is still broke, man. It's still broke big time, right? You saw everybody's hands up. I saw it in the comments, right? People are like, yep, I know someone on drugs. Yep, I know someone depressed. I know people getting divorced. All of those things. Dude, the industry is still broke. Too many people in this industry end up where I did, and not enough people in this industry end up where I am now. That's good. And until that changes, you are always going to be labeled as the slimy, sleazy car guy. Did anybody see what just came out, Cobra Kai on Netflix. Any of you guys see Cobra been, Kai on I Netflix? I binge watched that, like the first 10 episodes of that thing. <laughs> <clears throat> Did you watching. see? I made my wife start watching it, and then she, you know, she fell asleep. I kept watching right? it. 
It's like one in the morning. You, it's a, it's, like, I'm watching it now. It's a little corny, but I'm hooked. Dude, come I'm on, hooked. man. You, I don't care how corny it is. It's I'm freaking hooked, karate right? <laughs> But did you see what they did with our man, Ralph Macchio, dude? Like, he was the karate kid. He's he a car guy. Oh, he's a car he, guy. He was a... Yeah, he was on every girl's like wall as the poster boy, right? He was all of our heroes, and they took him and they turned him into a sleazy, slimy, <laughs> shady, doesn't give a dang about anything car guy, right? Uh, like that's what the world still sees us as. That's what the world still believes we are. And until that changes, the pool of people who seek out a career in this business, it's continue to it's going to continue to be dry. It's going to continue to be tough and screw that. So I believe it's time to eradicate the negative stigmas associated with the car business. I'm going to give us three things that we have to eradicate, and then I'm going to be done here with my rant, if you don't mind. All right. Step one, quit letting people in your dealership work for free. Mm. Boom. I don't know whose idea that was. I don't know who said, hey, I know what we should do. We should hire people and expect them to sell one car every three days. Let's make them work 12 hour days, 70 hours a week. And as long as they sell one every three days, they can work for free the other two. What? Hmm. How does that make any sense at all? Zero, none, nada, doesn't make sense. A car salesperson should be put in a position where they can make money every single day. They should be able to sell a car every single day that they're at work. That should be the expectation. That should be the bottom. That should be the standard of average. And your dealership should be shaped in a way that they can be successful. Come on. Every day. Not one out of every three days. It's ridiculous. So we that's step one. We have to stop letting people work for free. No other industry does this. For some reason, we just think it's okay. Mm. I guess there's maybe a couple other industries, but we don't want to talk about those. This is ours. Second, I need you guys to spend less money on your buildings and your facilities and spend more money investing in your people. Come on. I've seen so mm -hmm. many Taj Mahal dealerships around this country, man. They're the nicest, biggest, multi-million dollar facilities, and they won't spend a thousand bucks a month to get some training for their salespeople. You kidding me, man? It's completely backwards mindset. I hope that COVID has opened everybody's eyes to see that we don't need the properties as much as we thought we used to. And location doesn't matter as much as it used to. And it's not as much as about brick and mortar as it is creating and pre presenting a service to our customers so we can serve them the way they want to ultimately be served. So quit spending all those millions on the building. Start spending them on your people and watch what happens. Who knows? Maybe they'll sell a car for you every day that they're at work. Maybe they'll work for you for a long time. Maybe they won't have to resort to the drugs or the alcohol. Maybe they don't have to be at work 70 hours a day or 70 hours a week if you'll just invest in them and show them how they can be more productive. And if they can get home at a little decent hour, maybe we don't have to have the divorce rates that mm. we have in this industry. Mm. You see what mm. I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Come on, man. Invest more in our people. Stop letting them work for, three, for free. And then the third thing that I want to, to, to rant a little bit about that I think would be a great solution to start eradicating these negative stigmas is start taking a vested interest in your people's lives. Take a vested interest in their health. Take a vested interest in their relationships. Like you said, David, you said open door, man. Open the door. What do we need to talk about? What do we got going on? Quit trying to just kick people in the teeth 
beat them into submission and expect them to come out and win. It's an old model. It doesn't work anymore. It's time for us to eradicate the negative stigmas associated with the car business. And that's my rant for you guys today. I mean, if, I, if this mic were mobile, I would drop it. <laughs> Let me tell you something. That's, dude, come on, Glenn. That was fire, brother. I, I, you know, I, I would encourage whoever came in late, make sure you go back, watch it, and write those three things down and then things that Glenn said before that because that, was absol- that would absolutely transform your dealership right there on the spot. Glenn Lundy, the man, the myth, the legend. Thank you so much for hanging out with us, man. That's awesome stuff right there. And, uh, man, I can't wait to see you again. Hey, when you're, when you're here in Tampa, make sure you stop by now. We, hey, that, that email, I meant it. We got to get some dinner while, while we're all here. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'll be, I'll be out there again in a couple of weeks. I'm going from the Cali Beach to the, to the Florida Beach. So I'll Come make on. sure to hit you guys up. But there thanks for the opportunity, and thanks for all you guys do for our industry, man. I really love you and appreciate you and respect everything you do. Likewise, my friend. Thank you Thank so you, much. Thank you, Glenn. Thanks. You heard right, it there, guys. Glenn Lundy dropping the first rant. And, you know, we're going to, while we have you on here, let's have you share the show because we're going to give away five tickets to the virtual, first ever virtual digital dealer conference, October 6th and 7th. And the tickets are on sale now. Dealers, we've got five tickets to give away today for free. Um, I'm going to be emceeing the event virtually, which is very cool. Uh, mm-hmm. And we've never done that. Uh, and uh, we're going to be emceeing the event. We're going to be doing Q&A. And then our show is the keynote for day one at the end of day. So this show you're watching right now, we're going to load it up with dealers and guests and, and people. And we're going to just go round robin. We're going to bring you on. So if you'd like to be on that show, we already have some booked. We'd That's love to big have exposure, big exposure. Digital dealers going to be airing that show uh, on their digital platform. We're going to be airing on ours as well. And we'd love to have you join us if you'd like to, but uh, either way, we're going to give away five tickets to the entire event. And uh, we have those today. All you have to do is share the show and those that have shared uh, you're included. And we're going to do a drawing and we're going to announce the five winners yeah hey first rant i I don't i wouldn't want to follow that i I wouldn't either in fact i was as as glenn was talking i was thinking wow this is the longest i think i've gone without saying anything but i'm like wow this is great because i mean we want to hear from that guy right so um, it's it's so great for our audience yeah it's it's the it's the the rant and you know something i I take that back in the sense of that you know i wouldn't want to follow that because my experience on this show with the guest caliber guests that we have it's amazing because he covered what Glenn Lundy can only cover, but right. Sarah and Bobby are going to cover what only Sarah and Bobby can cover. Yeah. And, and it always, Absolutely. there's so many different places in this industry. There's so many different divisions. There's so many different departments and things yep. that we can talk about. And, uh, so, uh, I love Glenn's rant. I think that every general manager and dealer principal, uh, and sales manager that was listening as well, these are things that you need to take and implement into your store because, um, you know, success follows success. And th- that man has definitely, uh, laid the groundwork for that. So, uh, let's introduce our next rant. And uh, it's been a little while since she's been on the show and she is not shy unless something's happened since the last time I've talked to her. <laughs> and she is, uh, she, she kind of rants for a living, you know, yeah. in some ways. So I'm kind of interested to see what she's going to bring today. She never disappoints. So let's have the president of Bees Knees Agency. She's based out of uh, Di- uh, Diamonddale, Michigan. If I said that correct, we got Miss Bobby hair and bobby welcome back to auto dealer live look at you with the sun shining behind you this is our rant show i think you might be muted i think she's muted and but this is our rant show bobby and we're going to give you the floor cribs 
What do you think? You ready for this? Yeah, heck yeah. It's great to see you, Bobby. Thanks for hopping on, and I can't wait to hear. I'll just kind of turn it over to you and let you kind of go into whatever you uh, have been thinking about. I'm so excited about that. Uh, (laughs) It's so nice to be back, by the way, and what a a perfect format. Uh, When they reached out yesterday, I was like, a rant? Yeah, I actually just went on one this week about something, and I want to talk about that today. So uh, I was very frustrated this week uh, about a couple dealerships that I had seen, heard about, and seen on social that were in the direct line of fire of the hurricane that came into Louisiana, right? So everybody's familiar with that. It was a category four. Luckily, they had a small shift at the end, but it was devastating, right? Mm -hmm. And so it set me off, (laughs) shocker, right? And uh, I'm going to use good language on the show. So instead of dropping F-bombs, I'm going to use 2020 instead. Like, what the 2020? That's my new thing. All right. So... I was very frustrated because the level of expectation that we sat within teams and call it loyalty to me is just appalling. It's just appalling, right? For a living, I build teams. I do all kinds of things, but what's maybe the most successful in my career in life and my friendship are that I believe in relationships where you build teams. I believe that if you want somebody to care about you, you have to care about them. Mm-hmm. And if you want somebody to actually work hard for you and achieve something for you, you have to actually care about them as a person. And so I, I had seen these, these couple posts with people between COVID and hurricane where they came in and said, you know, today I needed to board up my home, but the dealership isn't going to close until the mandatory evacuation, which mind you in that area, I have clients in that area too that did the right thing. Thankfully there's bridges that you have to cross. And there's two of them, like two major ones stick out one huge one. So if you wait until a mandatory evacuation happens tomorrow at noon to send your people home, they're trying to cross the bridge with 400,000 other people. And they don't have a way to even go home and board up their houses, right? But then it's, it's I want your loyalty. I want you to give me 100%. Why don't you do your CRM? Why can't I retain people? Why isn't the pay right? I'm trying everything I can, which is such crap. It's not true. Because we can't expect people to give up their life and their livelihood and risk their family to come to work. And then when they ask to go board up their home or when they say, you know, my grandmother lived with me and she's immunosuppressed regardless of what anybody believes when somebody comes to you and says that you can't say oh sorry you, you're not loyal you want to go to a funeral you're not loyal that's not loyalty and loyalty goes both ways so to build a really great team and retain them this like off of what glenn was just saying if you want a superstar team you have to care about the actual things that matter in their life and i found it appalling I said why aren't why aren't these leaders who don't live in the area where they need to worry about their homes out there putting together sandbags with the rest of their team because hmm. they're going to miss two or three deals like it's a hurricane. You're going to miss a couple of deals anyways. Putting profits over people is gross to me. I just think that's gross. And whether it's COVID or a funeral or somebody's sick, we've got thousands of people, more than that in these dealerships right now, who are trying to homeschool their children, don't have a choice, no choice, don't have a daycare, can't drop them off at daycare because the daycare is not taking them right now. And then we've got people in the industry hearing like, you know, oh, you're not loyal. You need to come to work. Somebody needs to handle it. And it's men and women. So it's like, you, you want to lower your your turnover rate. You want to increase your retention. You got a great pay plan. You put things out there. You're like, oh, I got good hours. Okay. But then when an emergency happens, you're not willing to float. You have a BDC person, man or woman, who's homeschooling a child, can't come to work. And it's like, we should fire her. We should fire him. Really? They're your top performer. You, you, you really want to give them a hard time about, they don't want to homeschool their kids either. I homeschooled my daughter for two years in her senior and her junior year, and I'm now homeschooling my son, I promise you none of us want to homeschool our kids, right? We just want a solution. And so I I get like, I'm fired up over it because I'm so sick of, I work with a lot of leadership teams on operations 
and I'm so sick of hearing people saying, and they mean it, I'm trying everything. Like, I don't know why people don't want to work here. I don't know why we can't retain this person or that person. And it's like, you really don't know that in the moments that matter, you're not present. You're questioning somebody's loyalty. You really don't know that? You need to look in the mirror then because that's, that's not leadership. That's not building a team. I just find that so gross. And and I went off on a wild Facebook rant that lives on my Facebook page that's uh, pretty um, hardcore. No, that, let me let me and let me ask you this, Cribs. I'm listening to her, and I hear you know, it's, you know, I think that it's a squandered opportunity if we don't address these things. If yeah. a dealership, because in this season we were given, now bear with me as I say this, we were given a blessing in many ways in our businesses because listen, across the board, the auto industry is breaking records, you know, and we were given yeah. a, a blessing from the standpoint of the forcibility you know, let's say ability, but force ability to look at inside and see where wasted distribution was, where, you know, where things that were not necessary were, and we were able to kind of clean some of that out in some ways. And it forced us mm -hmm. to kind of examine it. And so, you know, if we don't, and so that happened, whether we liked it or not, and a lot of dealers have taken advantage of that in a positive way and not doing what you, yeah. you said, doing the opposite. But then the ones who are doing what you're doing and have poor leadership, they're squandering in my opinion, an opportunity to relaunch and to really just be better. I mean, you know what I mean? Going forward, period. Right. Yeah, yeah. because I think one thing that 2020 has provided that's been very positive Vision. is, it's, is it, <laughs> yeah, and it's given us permission in a way to change, right? Like like we had an oh, yeah. yeah, because we, we almost came to a stop and it allowed us to kind of get a little creative and reset the button. And we discovered things that we could do and things we really didn't need. So that in one way, that has been a, an amazing blessing. But uh, but I can't agree more, Bobby, with the idea that, you know, um, I don't understand why I can't take off on hurricane day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that, that is a little, it does make you scratch so your mad. head. I was so mad. I, I get on these things like once a year where I try to stop myself and it gets a lot of control and people say, aren't you afraid you're going to lose business? I don't want to do business with those kinds of people. Mm -hmm. I don't. And the shame is that most of those dealers, it wasn't the dealer who made the decision. It was somebody in the store who made a decision to do that. And it's like, if you, if you, if you can't say that the life and the livelihood of your people are worth two days of car loss, then shame on you. Because those people, I promise, will not be as They're going to come back disengaged. Mm -hmm. upset they're not going to work at 100 percent. you're going to lose a lot more than those couple car deals that you lost during that time and it's like it's twofold with 2020 right mm -hmm. one 2020 has presented us with enough opportunities to reevaluate who we are as people and what we value in the moments that matter that this shouldn't be a continued thing now is a good time to look at ourselves in the mirror and say with all the uh, chaos in our nation and like i don't even know what to call it but an opportunity to be better. Mm -hmm. It's done it for our business. It's increased our sales. It's given us an opportunity, truthfully, too, in our industry to actually recruit the people we want from other places who were going on a paycheck. Like, you've got people right now that are stellar, and they were always happy with what they had or willing to compromise. And right now, there's some things that they can't compromise on, whether it's safety, whether it's, it's days, it's time, it's your kids, it's whatever, that they can't compromise on. And I guarantee you what will happen is those things that maybe didn't have an impact on them before, the, the smaller moments for individuals, will have an impact now. And they're going to start to become silent. And they're starting to be going to become disengaged. And they're going to stop building teams. The great people that are in there are going to stop doing it. And they're going to start looking elsewhere. So I've, I've told all of my clients and everybody I talk to, now would be a great time to put together a Why Work For Me video and be real in it. And then go on social and target the people that you're looking for 
or in that area, real simple social ad that you can run, the title of this traveling into this area with this frequency, if I want one person, I'll target that whole market to make sure that they're seeing that ad often enough that Rush ain't got nothing on collusion when it comes to me trying to recruit somebody. So everybody can do that and it costs like $5. We don't have, we can be smart about this. Nathaniel Banks just uh, made a comment. There's a bunch of comments coming in on social media. One that just uh, Mike sent me said, uh, good stuff. My dealer's paying every employee through the storm and our stores have been damaged badly by Hurricane Laura. Our dealer is making all the right wise decisions and what's best for all of our employees. And, you know, I think that, um, you know, I think that any any dealer or any GM, and, it's, and that's just one little area, obviously, of the country. So mm-hmm. how can everyone listening, you know, apply that? Is There's there's so yeah. many things going on. I mean, there's 2020 is full of challenges for, for every person in every state and every area is different. I think that, I think the, the way we can apply this is, you know, you're going to be short, you're short-sighted if you, if you don't view this in the eyes, through the eyes of your people. Because, you know, if mm-hmm. you... Um, and that's just a fact. And, you know, I think that it's, uh, it's definitely a team, a team deal. Um, you know, the employees, the employers, obviously, that are doing it right, uh, you, know, have, you know, have skin in the game. But at the same time, they, they need, there's collaboration and there's care that needs to really come forward, you know. And, and I think if you do that at this time, Dave, you're going to just probably knock a home run, man. Yeah, and I think that we're it, just like the example uh, that uh, Nathaniel just kind of tweeted. We saw, we saw some different things with the COVID situation, dealers that really stepped mm-hmm. up and, and, and led in a new way. And I think that I think there are other dealers are paying attention to that as well. So, um, so hopefully we'll see that transition. And Bobby, thank you for bringing that to the forefront. And we appreciate you coming yeah. on today. It was so cool to see you. It was. I know. It's so great to see you guys, too. I'm in Fort Austin these days. So uh, it's nice. And I, I want to kind of leave everybody with, like, my favorite quote that I, like, really live by. It lives everywhere. Is, uh, and it came from Will Smith, right, of all sources. He's pretty motivational. Stop choosing short-term pleasure over long-term gain. Mm. It is well the more said. important way to do it so thank you guys i really appreciate your time today all right thank you bobby see us when you're in tampa bobby a hundred percent i will all right that was bobby heron with our second of three rants and uh, don't go anywhere we have uh, sarah hoagie ceo of elite bdc she's gonna be brought on here in just a moment Man, let me tell you something. What, so what do you think so far? You got Glenn bringing, you know, really a teaching and kind of breaking it down and then Bobby and Bobby Heron fashion, right? Ranting a little bit. Yeah. You know, uh, she's always been an advocate for the people that, you know, that the dealership employs. And, you know, she's been this bridge always between the upper ownership and management to the in the people. You know, she, that's the kind of person she is. Yeah. So what do you think so far? I think it's great. I think she kind of touched on something that Glenn had kind of kind of set up as one of the three points he wanted to leave with with advice to dealers. And that that third one, he talked about investing in your people, getting to know them personally and showing them the value that you have for them personally, understanding, you know, what makes them tick and then setting them up for success, which is kind of right, uh, you know, along the topic that Bobby talked about. And I think that, you know, when you have those kind of relationships, those close relationships with your people, at least understanding who they are and then having an understanding that you're there to serve and to help them be successful. Um, I think that uh, when you have a dealer that maybe does something that's a little questionable, like putting possible dollars or, uh, and we're not talking about long-term dollars. We're talking about, you know, a couple of days or a day Mm -hmm. or so when business is going to be off anyway because of other people preparing for the storm uh, to have the expectations and maybe not have the empathy for the families that are working there going through the same situation. Mm-hmm. That's obviously a big deal. And uh, I'm, I'm sure that those who maybe work there and were affected by that, that feeling won't go away very soon. 
No, it won't. And uh, so, hey, let's bring it to our third and final rant of the day. So, ladies and gentlemen, again, I want to make sure before we introduce our next and last guest, share the show. We're giving away five tickets to the virtual first ever virtual digital dealer conference taking place in October 6th and 7th. And uh, you don't want to miss it. We're going to be uh, doing the keynote, our show at the end of the day. I'll be emceeing the event and we want to give away five free tickets today. So share the show. We're going to draw names and we'll announce the winners. So let's bring on our third rant. You ready, Dave? Yeah. Heck yeah. One of my favorites. The CEO <laughs> of Elite BDC based out of the great city of Orlando in the great state of Florida, right? Miss Mrs. Sarah Hoagie. Sarah, thank Hi. you for joining us. She co-host here just a few months ago and uh, right next to me here. And uh, Cribs, I'm going to throw it to you because I know you, you know Sarah. And uh, are you looking forward to the rant? I'm really looking forward to the rant because <laughs> I think one of the reasons, because I don't really know Sarah as a ranter. So number one, there, there's some curiosity <laughs> there and I, I can't wait to see you're here. Uh, what she might bring up as a topic. So I'm just going to turn the floor over to you, Sarah. Welcome to the show and let's go. I laugh. You know what, Krebs? I'm not a ranter when it on social media. I don't do it a lot, but you really have to press my buttons for me to say, you know what? This deserves a post. I'm like really, really ticked off. So before we go into that, I just want to say, I totally agree with Glenn. Stop making your people work for free. Stop making your trainers work for free too. Okay. <laughs> Because we don't want to do it either. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Two, Bobby, like, I totally agree. You don't treat your people good, don't worry. Because they're going to be coming to us. They're going to say, you know what, Sarah, you seem to treat your people really great. Bob, you seem to treat your people really great. Can we come work for you? Puts us in an awkward position when we have to recruit your people that you're not treating very great. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yes. those are two things. So, yeah, I went on. I went online this week. You're lovely. You're lovely. You're like, awesome, Mike, who works there, he saw my little post or my rant. Um, I was really frustrated. In the past, I'm going to say the past month or two, I have had several dealers reach out to me and say, Sarah, I don't, I don't need a BDC, or I don't know, I think we could do better, or BDC agents, they're just secretaries, you know? Mm. But at one point, I literally, I was so speechless or I, I had to say a prayer to myself, which I'm sure you could appreciate, appreciate it, but I was like, please don't let me say something I'm gonna regret. Mm -hmm. Please don't, don't make me any bad words come out of my mouth because I am just so livid right now. I want to hurt this person through the phone, mm -hmm. hurt the person through the meeting. So um, for me, I had a really hard time with BDC being compared to secretaries. And I'm like, I have to do a little work on this. So I am not downplaying. I wanna tell you, I am not downplaying receptionists, greeters, secretaries, cashiers in any way shape or form but there is a difference between the job we yeah. got to talk about how there's like a little bit of a difference between the job um and you tell me if i'm off here I'm, i love feedback on this so you tell me if you're different but for me the secretary receptionist work is answering the phones taking messages doing some organizational work clerical reception greeting uh, preparing reports you're really it's it's a little bit different i don't know a single secretary that gets a commission for booking appointments do you no i don't know any mm. so i was like you know what i'm kind of ticked off bdc agents so that you know uh, i like to call them customer care representatives <clears throat> um, some of them work 11 or 12 hour days i don't know a lot of secretaries that have like those full days that they're working mm -hmm. um you know, someone else also said to me, you know, Sarah, where are they really going to go after a BDC agent? 
What? Oh, wow. Are you serious? Let me just tell you something. That's where I started. Okay, that's where I started. I became a sales manager, finance manager, service manager, general sales manager, I don't know, owner. So some of the best people, and I gotta go with, I gotta, I gotta throw it out to my Steve Dash at O'Connor, like general sales manager. Like, where do you think your recruiting is gonna come from? So I like to see greeter, receptionist, train, um, cashier, move into the BDC. That I can't find any good people. Uh, I don't know, they're writing your BDC. Mm. There they are. They're right in front of you. Um, so for me, I have a really, really hard time with that. They, they're required to do about 100 to 150 uh, telephone tasks, email tasks a day in the CRM. Like secretaries are not responsible for that type of work for outbound. They're mm -hmm. really there to do your inbound and greet. It's a totally different uh, job description. Mm -hmm. So for me, I just had a really, really hard time with that. Many of the BDC agents, I get the joy. I mean, it's a joy. It's a, the hardest position, in my opinion. But I see them learn promotional um, promotional stuff from the dealership. They know the incentives. They know the product. They're product knowledge certified. So that's one of my rants. But I do have to say, I've had a couple more this week. <laughs> if you don't well, mind. Sarah, can we, let, me bring up one, let me bring up a question about that, that just staying on that topic for a second, because that kind of gets me a little fired up, too, you know, because... <sighs> A secretary, and by the way, as a, as as a CEO, and you know, I have to have a secretary. I have to, you know, but I mean, I really feel like a secretary. If I can describe it this way, or you know, maybe a receptionist is a little different, but is somebody who's you know going to follow me around, so to speak, pick up the pieces that I drop. Yeah. I mean, keep things together, and you know, and assist. And you, but um, you know, let me let me say this: Is it possible? that maybe those individuals that are saying that it's because they don't have properly trained BDC people, meaning that, you know, that, so would be, we would be nowhere without them. They, I don't <laughs> doubt. This is my wonderful. She's my administrative assistant where I would be nowhere without her. Say hi. hi. I'm like, hey, get your you? butt over here and say hi. She's like, you're not going to make me. I'm like, I am going to make you. Okay. <laughs> That's awesome. but, so I'm not downplaying, but the other one, and I'm sure you guys can relate. The BDC didn't sell any vehicles. Mm -hmm. Duh. No, they sold your traffic. Mm -hmm. It's up to you to sell the vehicles. So they got the people in the door. They didn't wait on them when they got there. They sold your dealership. They sold why you should come work at that dealership. They sold your value propositions. They said, why would you want to come here to buy your next vehicle? Now you got to do the rest. Mm. So they're not there for deliveries. They're there for, <clears throat> to build your floor traffic. Unless you're going to make them internet sales consultants, but that's a whole nother topic. So yeah, I, I mean, I just laugh at, at some of that. Yeah, and Sarah, I think you would agree with me. A dealer who who maybe has that you know that perception, they're they're really not leveraging the opportunity they have with internet and BDC. I mean, well, I've it. I've seen I've seen you know amazing people in the internet and BDC department move right from there into a new car management or used car management yes. position. Uh, yes. because of their talent. And, and I think oftentimes when we see people who aren't leveraging the BDC to fill and think about the future and, and positions, um, I think we're, we're typically seeing someone who's not paying attention to the talent or seeing what's really happening um, can, can you know, I, in another room. Can I add to that for a second? Because this is, I'm, I've never understood this, man. And I mean, I don't, this is, I guess, a part of, a, I'm going to piggyback on her rant, mm -hmm. but I've never understood this and that we've done I mean, literally two dozen shows on BDC over the years. I mean, going way back. I mean, you know, 24, 30 shows, you know, ranging in heated situations with Alan Ram mm -hmm. back mm -hmm. in the day and, you know, Sean Bradley, all these guys. Yep. And, you know, I've never understood 
people treating BDC like it was like some foreign. It's just like it's like what about the phone? Like yeah. gets the auto business so like up I can and, tell you what it is. I just like they treat it like it's like I'll, here's what I said. And I'll, just, I'll be quiet. I said this before, like because I have you've been here, Sarah. I have inside salespeople, right? To right. me, that concept would be like if a dealer walked in to our foyer in person and and go, hey, I'm here to buy something, which that never happens, obviously. You know, they we'd they walk in and go, I'm here to buy something. I just stopped by. And, and I go, you know something, my sales guys and gals would not go, can you do me a favor and go back down to your car and pick up your phone and call me? So that, because that's the only thing I know how to do is talk over the phone. It's like, <laughs> the, yeah, yeah. flip that around. It's like, what the heck, man? What's the, what's the difference between? I can tell you exactly what it is. Maybe Sarah will agree, but you know, in sales and, and maybe some of it's a little bit personality driven, but you know, as a salesperson and most of the, the team that's in sales, we want the easy, glamorous way. We don't want to go spend our time on the phones. That's tedious, hard work. And we'll put someone it's in another hard room. Work. We'll, it's hard exactly, work. Exactly. We'll put someone in another room to do that. And we'll just stay over here in this area where we can just reap the benefits. Mm. Man. Oh, my gosh. And you know what the best part? Um, the, the hardest part for me, part two of my second rant, is when you have a level of expectation that's through the roof for the BDC, but you don't have that for the rest of the dealership. I mean, what? Oh, well, the BDC, we have to have everything in the CRM. You better get the appointments in there. You better make sure all of that's in there. How come that's not in there? Well, how come you didn't like do the rest when the customer walked in the door? Why is the level of expectation 100% by the BDC and it can be 30% for the sales department? Mm. It can be 25% for the sales managers. Have the same level of expectation for everybody. I don't know if it's because they have their salespeople working for free. I think it's connected to, <laughs> it's gotta be connected to the same people. It, obviously not everyone thinks that way. So let's say it's the same people that, that mentioned to you about them being like secretaries. I think it's, I think it's that, I think it's connected to the fact because I would expect my assistant to have everything in a calendar and everything, you know, but that's again, right. that's an organizational position. BDC is a sales position. It's not, it is. it's not the same thing. I mean, it's, you know, and, uh, you're and, and selling it could be an, the appointment, <clears throat> you're selling yeah. the traffic. Mm -hmm. There's a sales yeah. skill that's involved with that. You, mm -hmm. I mean, when I tell people, look, if you think that you're going to be walking around and you get to take a break, I mean, we, when we pitch the job, cause we recruit, when we do that, we're not like, don't worry, you only have to do a couple calls an hour. It's pretty yeah. easy. You get to walk away from your desk and take an hour lunch. No, half the people that I work with, they don't leave their desk the whole day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, you know, yeah. I, I think when we start looking at, at BDC reps and Internet and, and those who are on the phones and we, we switch from, you know, our appointment setter to our frontline opportunity makers, mm -hmm. you know, right. that's that there's a difference there in concept, in my opinion. And I think when we get that, then we can go and leverage that position. And that's what I really opened up with earlier, Dave, talking about taking the egos out and then the status of the position. And let's talk about the efficiencies of the process and being able, a salesperson being able to plug in there, uh, an internet person be able to plug in somewhere else. I mean, it, it, you know, our process, especially as we evolve in this business and as consumers, the way that they buy evolve, um, we've got to get this part down. This this is something that it, I think it's going to chase us down whether we like it or not. But I I, th I think in shows like this and this topic, I, I'm so happy that you brought this up, Sarah, uh, because I think that this Thank is you for giving me a, a, I'm like, I don't rant. I'm not a ranter. You really have to go out of my your way to really push my buttons. But I'm like, Sarah. Somebody my, got my, you mad because they were talking about your kids. They really, you know, really about your just, kids, your BDC <laughs> kids. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? You really Listen, you want to make you really want to make a mama mad? You start talking about her kids. I mean, come on now. I mean, you know, they got you fighting mad because they're talking about your BDC kid, calling your kids oh, ugly. You, 
you really, so I just want to say thank you for giving me a, a venue to vent. So I just want to say thank you. Thank you to Mike. Thank you guys for everything that you do. Like, it, it, it's just great that people have a great place to, to rant and to vent and to learn. So thank no. you, Auto Dealer Life. No, we thank you, and, <laughs> yes. and uh, that was awesome. You got me. That's the only one that got me fired up. That, I don't know why that got me fired up, but it, you're it like, did. yes, yes. This is what I hear every day, Sarah. Jeez. Yes, and I laugh. I just said, tag people in this, forward it to them, take a screenshot. When you get angry about it, and it's for the people that really can't speak for themselves. Mm -hmm. You know, BDC agents several times have been like, he's calling me a freaking secretary again. <laughs> I'm like, take this out and just leave it right on his desk, and you can say this is from Sarah. Yeah. Okay, you don't even have to say a word. They can just chew me out. I don't care. There's a hashtag. Blame Sarah. Go ahead and blame away. Go ahead. That's awesome. All right. Hashtag blame Sarah. Hashtag blame Sarah. All right. Well, thank you, Sarah Hoagie, CEO of Elite BDC. Listen, dealers, if you're listening right now and you want to reach out, you need some help, that's the person to reach out to. And uh, her, she's commenting all through the show, so you can follow her there on Facebook. And Sarah, I thank you so much. I gotta make a trip to Tampa, right? I Absolutely. gotta head back out there, right? Absolutely. Yeah, you're too close. <laughs> we're here anytime. Love it. Well, we love you, Thanks, appreciate guys. you, and we'll talk to you very soon. Okay. I, I'm fired up a little there bit. There you go, man. I love it, man. I tell you what, you know, everybody and everybody, you know, just like they always do, and they rant, they they rant in their lane. You know, I mean, not yeah. that they wouldn't, but I mean, Sarah. I would expect nothing less than her to really bring what she's passionate about. And that's the BDC. You know, Glenn spoke to us from really a dealer, principal, general manager, you know, operator standpoint. And, you know, not only did he run uh, Dan Cummings, you know, Chevy, yeah. one of the largest, you know, used car, you know, stores uh, in, the, in, the, in the country. And, but also he's now spent the last couple of years consulting with big and small dealerships yeah. and uh, with his 800% club and you know and I'm sure he's seen all types of challenges so he's speaking from an operator standpoint and then Bobby you know she's always been about people you know she's built BDC teams she's built sales teams managers marketing you know so she's she's really big on personnel and, and teams and uh, she knows what it takes to get that done, the job done. So they came and they stayed in their lane a little bit. You got, I feel like you got three shows in one today. So, yeah. uh, so that's pretty cool. And uh, and now I think we're getting close to time to give away. Mm -hmm. And Dave, you know, I was thinking about the significance of uh, digital dealer this year. It's likely to be the only year that we are fully digital with uh, the conference. Yes. Right. And uh, it better be. And, yeah. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm tired of I'm tired of the digital stuff. I, I think it will be the yeah. other the other significant thing is that those who are winning today, Dave, they don't have to, you know, book a flight and spend, you know, a thousand dollars in hotel and air flights and everything mm -hmm. else. Right. It's right online. What an opportunity uh, to get a ticket right now. So if you haven't already uh, like and share the show. And if it's too late to get in on it anyway, just do it anyway, you know. Yeah, yeah, just do it anyway. And then <laughs> we got, anyway. are we going to be, what, how are we going to do it, Mike? I got the names already. You got oh, the names there we go. already. Here Whoa, we go. come on now. Let's do it. <laughs> hey, what does that mean right there by the chance? That, that's, winner chicken dinner. Huh? It's the computer. Okay, that's just the computer. Yeah, we're, we're still live. We're okay. good. Okay, just okay, making sure. <laughs> the, the, the screen's over. We have a big panels of monitors over here. To the uh, that we do some filming and they just kind of shut off. Did you I see saw that? that. I saw it. Both of our ADDs were like, Pleak. <laughs> oh no, we were looking too. I'm like, uh, what just happened? <laughs> so we have five winners. You know, just just to, while Mike's compiling those, we have a couple of minutes left in the show. Thank you guys yep. for for tuning in. Thanks, Glenn Lundy. Thanks, uh, Bobby Heron and Sarah Hoagie. And thank you guys. And by the way, we're gonna go back and uh, answer your comments. And you know what? We yeah. you know we love these rant shows, and I think that it's probably really cool. good to have these every once in a while because you can really get any and every subject covered under the sun with these shows because like you said it's 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 a show in each cop topic topic but um 
you know, uh, it, what we were talking about, giving the tickets away because we're, we're hosting um, MCing Digital Dealer virtually this year. It's going to be pretty cool, man. And we get to do the uh, keynote show at the end of day one, um, which is really, really cool. And it's going to be aired on uh, our platform and all of their digital platforms as well. And um, that's going to be a really fun show. I've been working out the details in my mind. So what's happening for that to give mm -hmm. you guys just a preview? Um, I'm working with probably 10 to 15 GMs from across the country and we're going to do anonymous surveys with all of their sales staff mm. and find out the likes and the dislikes in not only the process, the dealership, what the OEMs are doing that's either making things good for them or what's absolutely bad for them and allowing nice. us to get like an actual look at what salespeople really think of dealerships. Nice. Wow. Nice. And it's anonymous. So that's cool. It is 100% anonymous. And you're working with right now, you told me some of them and I won't mention them obviously because that would take the Two uh, absolute confirmed guests are John Luciano and, and Amanda Gordon. Cool. And but, but but as far as the fit, you're working with about 15 of our clients. So these are dealers that are giving you full access, that GMs and, and they're giving you access to salespeople and salespeople and so forth. And so really cool. Awesome. Well, that's good stuff. It's going to be a lot of fun. That'll be cool. And we talked about it earlier, but is there still an opportunity for someone who might want to reach out to us who thinks they can bring something of value to be ex to get some exposure here with the digital dealer oh, yeah. in our program. Absolutely. Okay. I've already warned this so you guys can know before we give the winners away today, the five winners. Uh, I've already told Mike and you know how we've done it in the old, old days. We don't do it as much anymore because you know they cry. But here's the thing. We're gonna make them cry a little bit. We're gonna bring guests on. We're gonna load it up. We're gonna. I mean, we're probably gonna break it a little bit. We're probably gonna have a little. You know, we're gonna bring guests break on. We're gonna rotate. I'm planning. I'm go. planning on two guests of four or two two different panels of four guests apiece. All right, so we're looking at eight awesome. to ten, twelve guests. Awesome. So <laughs> I like how I went stuff. from eight to twelve. <laughs> yeah, because so listen, if you'd 12, like to bring 20. something on, we'd love to have you. We're starting to plan. It's October sixth and seventh, but we need to get your. Uh, we need to get 7th. your submission ASAP, um, and uh, so. Also, we can help you if you want to submit uh, and do a workshop virtually. If you'd like to do that, reach out to us as well. We can help you get on with that. And um, nice, cool stuff. All right, all right. Hey, so, so the first winner. winner is a name that has been around for a long time. Ted Hip. Come Ted on, Hip. Ted. All Ted right. Hip. He has been around for years. Boom. Yeah. Long time. Ted fan. Hip. You want a ticket I've, to I've, Digital I've, Dealer? We've met ten, Ted Hip in person at Digital Dealer. Yes, yep. we did. Ted's. Uh, I, I don't know what dealership he's at now, but he's at a dealership, I believe, in Kentucky or Georgia. One of those southern, you know, one of them southern states. And so I guess we're in a southern state. Yeah, I have to go. <laughs> I, I have to cheat and go back and look. I'm sorry, Ted, but we love you like a brother yep. and uh, appreciate you. Glad you won. Congratulations. Next winner is Brianna Custer. Brianna. Brianna Custer. Custer. Yeah, Brianna buddy. Custer. Awesome. Next. We don't know you, but congratulations. Brianna, we shouted congrats. him out because we read off one of his comments. Nathaniel Banks Come is on. a winner. Boom. There you go, Mr. Nathaniel Banks. Nathaniel Banks, you want what? a ticket to Digital Dealer? Next up is Melissa Sigmund. Again, uh, Melissa. long time viewer. Yeah, come on, Melissa, Melissa Sigmund. And the last but not least, Jonathan Reth. Jonathan Reth. Jonathan Reth. Very, very good. Very cool. Is it Reth or Rath? Reth, R-E-T-H. Okay, because I know a Jonathan Rath as well. That's why I was asking. Awesome. Jonathan Reth. Very cool. Congratulations. We'll give away some more tickets. Tune in next week and on coming as we get closer to the show and uh look forward to having you guys with us and uh, we're excited so hey thank you very much cribs what a great show man very cool brother thank you thank you all right we'll talk see to you guys next week, next week.